and you're very welcome back to Soccer Card United. It's episode 180 of the greatest soccer card podcast in the world. My name is Jason. That's Enzo. Hi, Enzo. Hello, Jason. Um, another big week ahead for the Soccer Cards United boys. Always is. At the end of this week, we will be in Frankfurt, Germany. Wow. Uh, for the German card show. Yes. And it occurs to me as I say that that. I wonder how the other people who host card shows in Germany feel yeah. about that being the German, the German card, German show. card yeah. show. Yeah, could be spiky. Maybe a bit of. We we'll have to ask when we get there. Did Is you get? Well, we might know when we walk in the room. Maybe there's a lot of Germans not there. Mm. A lot of big Germans, you know. Could be. Could be. Um, let's have a look at what what lies in store for us. Okay. In Germany. I'd like to know if anyone who's listening is going. This will be our third card show in Germany. So we've done Munich. Yep. We've done Hamburg. Yes. And now we're doing Frankfurt. Wow. So, uh, do you know what I'd love to know? Where, where are we? Just so we have an idea of the the geography of it. Yeah. You want to pull it up on the map? I want to pull up the map. Have a look. Just because, you know. Have you ever been to Frankfurt? No. Have you ever been to Germany prior to the card show? Yeah, I was in Hamburg. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, true. Ever in Berlin? No, never been to Berlin. Wow. Um, so let's have a look and see What's here. What's all that? So, here's Germany. Yeah. Here's Hamburg up here. Oh yeah, this is the full. Mm. Here's Frankfurt. Fancy. And here's Munich. So we've done quite a spread. Yeah. This is the most central. This is the most central. Yeah. If you were to drive, we could do a. If they had all been on the same day. A European trading car tour. Yeah. Hamburg, Frankfurt, Munich. If they were all the same day, how long would that take to drive? Nine and a half hours. We'd miss one of the shows. Hmm. Be a disaster. But so we've been to the very tippity toppity top of Germany in Hamburg. We've been to the top. We've been to the the bottom down there, the border of Austria and Bavaria, Munich. Okay. And now we're going central Germany, Frankfurt. Are you excited? Very excited. I know it's up here. Berlin is up here. We need to kind of get up there to East Germany. The Berlin card show. Yeah. Um, no one's no one's doing a Berlin card show. But yeah, maybe yeah. it's very expensive. Maybe so. Probably an expensive city, Jason. We're getting uh, really good flights from our partners at Aer Lingus. Yes. We have airspace going to Frankfurt. That's the fanciest tier mm. of Aer Lingus travel we've done so far. Yeah, because they don't on normal Aer Lingus flights on like European short haul flights there is no first class first class or business. business class so we just have like we get some benefits so the benefits we're getting on this flight Jason buckle up get ready for this in case you're feeling a bit tired heading into Friday yeah we get to sit front row of the plane mm. and they promise us with their heart of hearts there will be nobody in the middle seat so Jason you're at the window I'm at the aisle wow no one's in the middle the middle is free such is this tier of so we get a row to ourselves we get a row to ourselves Jason right then yeah. Beyond that, we don't have to do... We get fast track oh, in the brilliant. airport. We get to skip through that security. With a, with a, we get to probably go straight to the maze. Or we get to skip the maze because we have a lounge access, Jason. So if we get there early enough, because I know it is an early flight. Yeah. If we get there early enough, we get to figure out what the lounge is all about. Never, never I've never been to. I've never been in an airline lounge. We were almost in a lounge. Um, I don't know where we were going. In Chicago. We were flying back from Chicago. Flying back from Chicago. We paid for lounge tickets and we walked in. They just said, you are not allowed in the lounge. We said, let's get just guest lounge access. Let's do it. So I had my tickets. I said, I just bought these tickets for the lounge. And she just said, no. It yeah. was very strange. Couldn't really understand what the woman was saying. She basically was saying, 
We don't let anyone come in with guest passes after a certain time. But the problem we had with that was that policy makes no sense. Yeah, and we have just bought the we just bought the pass. So that was difficult for us to accept. But very difficult. But we accepted it. We got a refund. It was very strange. Back on home soil now, we should be able to get into the first ever lounge. If we get there early enough. But at the normal time we get there, now that we're skipping through security, mm. we should be fine. We should be able to walk straight into that lounge, figure out what it's all about. True. Rub shoulders with the other lounge people. Yeah. Who are lounging about. And you know the thing is like you get into the lounge and you want to kind of get the phone out and look we're in the lounge yeah, but, but that's can't. not the kind of thing a lounge person does. It's not lounge behaviour I don't think. Yeah, Act like you belong in the lounge. Act like this is normal I've yeah. always been in the lounge. <sighs> the lounge. The lounge. Yeah. Travelling again. Yeah. Doing that kind of elbowing the other people in the lounge. Ah the lounge. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. when we were out there not in the lounge? Yeah. Could be nice. Could be nice. So that's us off to Frankfurt. Off to Frankfurt. Um, a few bits look at this Lothar Matos Q&A and signing session no. with Bundesliga legend Lothar Matos. Unbelievable. Very exciting. Very exciting indeed. That's on the 3rd of September. I believe that's uh, Sunday. Does he have a personal relationship with the city of Frankfurt? I don't know. I don't know. I know he's a German legend but I don't yeah. know if he um, has a f- if roots in Frankfurt to a degree. Potentially though. Or is he coming special? I don't know. Let's see. He played for Gladbach. Bayern into Milan Bayern again played in New York hmm hmm born where was he born he was born in Erlangen okay so maybe not in Bavaria so he's from around where that's why Bayern was the local big club or whatever mm. they stayed, They weren't letting him go through without scouting him after captaining West Germany to victory in the 1990 World Cup where he lifted the World Cup trophy he was awarded the Ballon d'Or hmm incredible I have a really old sticker of his I might bring it and uh Get it to sign it. Unsigning. Diego Diego Maradona said, he's the best rival I've ever had. I guess that's enough to define him. Mm. Mm. Very exciting. Top, top, top quality player, Jason. Lota Matos. That's great. That's brilliant. So hopefully we get to, to do that. Although, we might be at a table. Yeah. We're set up. We have three tables, Jason. I don't think we're going to be able to stand in line oh, to get a no. autograph. Maybe he'll come around. I'd like to think he will. Yeah. I'm sure he will. Um, Just for anyone that might be going to the German card show, there's a floor plan and you can find us oh. here. Look at that. Oh, Des, Des Soccer Cards United. Yeah. Uh, 126 to 139. That's us. That's us. A lot of other people here. Vought, Trace and Chase, CGC. I don't think I've seen Trace and Chase at a show before. Hmm. I, I, like with a table. Yeah. Maybe not. Be good to see the lads. I saw them in uh, Chicago. See David Adams are there. David Adams are there. Our old mates, David Adams, King of Hoops uh, from Budapest. Uh, uh, eBay, German Trade. Yeah. So very exciting. Very good. Come say hello to us. Table one two That's six to one three nine. That's our old logo. Yeah. They're mm. trying to undermine us. That's terrible. They're trying to embarrass us. I'm not feeling better. Um So yeah, so Frankfurt, very excited for that. We'll have all of our, we're doing Bundesliga stacks again. Maybe. Maybe. I just found an insane it's gonna be a tough week, amount man. of Bundesliga cards. It's going to be a tough week putting all that together. Yeah. It. What did I find? I found an of 25 Moussini Akate Chrome Auto. Great. From like, I think his first year of Bundesliga Chrome. That's Jude class, isn't it? Jude class, yeah. Um... um and all 50 with Taro Endo match text Bundesliga Chrome Liverpool's finest player yeah. 
That's um that's Friday, isn't it? We're leaving. There's a trade night on the Friday, actually. I know that. Is there? Yeah, I think we're in Friday morning. Wow. There's a Friday night trade night. Pre-show Fu- trade night. Would you ever see the likes of it? Hmm. Right, so that's a bit of work for me to get that together. You're going to put all of our all of our stuff together. Yeah. But it's not just Lota Matos, by the way. Special guest, Kasim Edabali, former NFL pro. Wow. Football bromance. Football bromance. Former New Orleans Saints player known for football bromance and his riveting commentary on the ELF at RAN. I don't know what any of that is. That all goes over my head, Jason. A meet and greet session. That's pretty nice. I mean, they'll love that because big NFL crowd in Germany. But I'm there for Lota Matos and Lota Matos only. Do not attempt to introduce me to any other uh, special guests. No. Okay, out today. Stadium Club Chrome. Now I have to say Stadium Club Home is year on year probably my favourite set um, and I I mentioned I came across a few boxes of cards that I had yeah. and a lot of them were base cards and the only set of base cards that I really enjoyed looking through was the Stadium Club Chrome base cards makes sense beautiful imagery first year I think of Stadium Club beautiful Chrome. photography should I say beautiful photography look at Neymar shushing shh Kaka is saying I belong to Jesus Neymar is saying shh don't tell anyone. Um, so we got some more great uh, photography. Luka Modric. Uh, Gavi. Rena- I, I'm always confused about the inserts in Stadium Club. Yeah, I was Pro. about to say that. What's going on there? You have a set with the most beautiful photography ever and then you create inserts that do not follow that trend of that photography yeah. for no reason. It's very strange. Very strange. Like what is the... I mean we have... They were not... They're not new but it's always just weird. Like championship contributions, glimpses of gold, they're always non-photography. Yeah. It's very strange. I suppose you have to have something. It's a bit different, I suppose, but it's not great. Mm. There's uh, Marco Van Basten uh, stretching it out. Love that. Oh, Haaland, De Bruyne. But that's a classic example of non-photography. Yeah. Why not have the two of them doing something crazy on the pitch together, which they've done all season? Hmm. Beam team is back. Team, team is back um, but one of the, the most exciting things is the presence of Ronaldinho Ronaldinho Gaccio Ronaldinho I believe he is a Barcelona kit only Ronaldinho in this one I'm pretty sure right that is true based on this image there he is look I'm pretty sure I might have said so in the checklist as well I'm not 100% um, unbelievable what a player unbelievable we are excited to see his autograph cards because that means tops have him as a signee which means we might get more Ronaldinho autographs which of course people get scared about people go Ronaldinho autographs are going to go down in price now da, 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 da. I don't understand why they don't super short print when they sign get new signees what do you mean Ronaldinho autographs are going to go down in price well people think that his former autographs are going to reduce in price now that the supply is going to be really high oh that's, that's basically it but sure um, like yeah I know still Ronaldinho yeah people also, also complain that Ronaldinho is not in any set so it's like you can't you can't have both yeah cannot make people happy FC Barcelona oh uh, look at this until he appears in the Milan kit I won't be happy Continue. look at this from from Cardboard Connection I haven't seen this this is news about the website where we get the news they've done a team checklist thing mm. where it says by team who's in it that's very very useful is Ronaldinho in there for Milan at all? No. No. 
just in Barcelona, which he recently came out and said he was at his happiest in his life as a Barcelona player. Mm. Which makes sense. Arsenal in there, Dortmund, Celtic, Chelsea, Barca, Bayern, Inter, Fenerbahce in there <laughs> with Arda Guler. I was going to say, that's really good. I was going to say, this is such a good representation, like a physical... Like, you see how many Barcelona players there are, and then you'll get to somewhere like Benfica, and there yeah. might be very few. It's a good um, good exercise. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, PSV have a good amount of That'll definitely help, help breakers as well. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy that a lot. Um, thanks, Cardboard Connection. Thanks, guys. Thanks I should probably connection. show people what I'm talking about, for those on YouTube. Um, right. So... Uh, very exciting to see what happens to Stadium Club I believe there's going to be Blasters as well or uh, Megas which Megas? It was a different name for them this year Giant Boxes I think they were called Giant? Yeah it was very strange Giant Boxes Mega Boxes Yeah did you see that? I don't know I'm that, Click on that what's that called? Giant Boxes Yeah That's so weird Mega Boxes are now Giant Boxes and or someone translated that from a different language and made a mistake but there you go Hmm because those boxes are not actually giant. No, but I always under I always I always got confused with mega. Mega box. What's mega? Sounds fun. Oh, I've just gone to the link to the game website and it hasn't worked. They're basically blasters, but they're a bit better than blasters for some reason. Right, one sequential numbered parallel in every box. Okay, so we have parallel. Here we go. Box. Look. Potential autograph chase. You see that at the top. So if you're in the UK, this is on game.co.uk. Find four exclusive blue prism refractor parallels inside. One numbered parallel every box. Autograph chase. Yes. Who's that? I don't know. Um, That's exciting. I'm excited to... Just see, I don't know, seeing that. Like people get really excited. They've seen the Merlin Blasters. The women's Champions League Chrome had Blasters as well. Mm. And now you've got a Stadium Club Mega Box. And that's the one that excites me the most because if you want someone who just walks in and goes, it's Haaland or it's Garnacho, and they just buy a box of cards, but then they see that imagery. Yeah. That's what gets you in. Mm. It's all about that Stadium Club. It's brilliant. Very exciting. I'm a fan. Although, anytime I walk into a shop, remember whenever we're in the States, we go into game. Anytime I see them, I never buy them. That's partially because we buy enough boxes, right? We're always... Yeah, we always have stuff. But it's always cool to see it, and then it's like, well, I'm not going to buy it myself. Yeah, but you're not really the target market. I know. You're right. It's still cool to see. Um, I, I always feel, every, whenever I go into a, a shop um, and I see, like a physical store, and I see the hobby products, I always feel like a weird sense of ownership. Almost like yeah. I'm inspecting it. I'm always going over like, how do you have that? All right, that shouldn't really be there that should be up to you know you're kind of looking at the owner trying to be like yeah hey man, I get it I get it I'm pointing at my hat I'm like yeah. soccer cards United soccer cards yeah. huh you almost want to go good man put yeah. this in here you've done well keep up the good work like we're like a sales rep coming in like we sold it to them yeah we're hobby hobby heads yeah hobby heads that's us and hobby heads do feel a sense of I suppose that's how if you were like a a, bit, a fisherman not a fisherman but like a, a fly fisherman like you know an enthusiast and you went into Aldi and in the middle aisle they had like a whole fishing your waders and your fishing rods and all that you would feel a sense of like good job Aldi good job Aldi you did it yeah growing the fishing hobby growing the, the fishing's fishing. always the, the parallel hobby for you it's yeah 
That's For as long as we've been doing this podcast, you could do a super cut. Fans could do a super cut of every time I make a fishing analogy. <laughs> what I, other hobbies are there? There's, I mean, people like golfing. That's a sport, though. It's a sport. sport, but it's a hobby. No. What about? Well, it could be a hobby. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's a hobby. Yeah, some people have sports as hobbies. Some people have sports cards as hobbies. Ah. Oh. Right. Time to visit my favorite website. Oh, we're not doing it, are we? We are. It's time for sportscollectorsdaily.com. But it's not Rick Muley. It's not Rick, no. Oh. I mean, Rich has been busy. He's been busy because all this this Fanatics Panini thing is... He has people working around the clock. Raging on. So people may have heard that the NFL Players Association um, have suspended their contract with Panini. Um, and Bob D'Angelo, who is uh, Rich's capable deputy okay. at Sportscollectors Daily... Uh, has been doing some great work on this including on interviewing piece. this man Armin Varter, uh, Vartian who's a attorney specialising in art and collectibles mm. about the whole thing so just to quickly bring everyone up to date right this is from sportscollectorsdaily.com the ongoing legal battle between Panini America and Fanatics is fascinating fodder for card collectors attorneys watching from the sidelines are also intrigued by the NFLPA's sudden decision to terminate its trading card deal with Panini three years before it was scheduled to expire opting instead to immediately go with Fanatics uh, they told contract advisors last week that the union's licensing branch NFL Players Incorporated had made the decision okay so Fanatics had acquired the exclusive rights to make NFLPA branded cards in a 20-year deal that was set to begin in 2026. However, Monday's move accelerated the timetable and intensified the dueling lawsuits between Fanatics and Panini. Um, Fanatics' countersuit alleged that Panini sued at-will former employees without non-compete restrictions who later signed on with Fanatics. Meanwhile, Fanatics agreed to a contemporary injunction that barred seven former Panini employees from recruiting others or using confidential information it's going to be a mess said California based attorney Armand Vitarian who specialises in legal matters and art and collect one thing I know from what I've read from Panini's lawyers is that the NFLPA said there was a change of control at Panini you lost too many of your good people they're saying I hope for the NFLPA's sake they have more than that Vitarian said that in his view the loss of control alleged by the NFLPA has not happened at Panini they haven't lost their numbers, he said. Where did they go? It's like the kid who kills his parents and then says he's an orphan. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. What a what a what an analogy that is. That's crazy. That's you better better off efficient. Yeah. Can you come up with a fishing analogy there? Hmm. On the fly. Yeah. It's like uh it's like the guy that uh kills all the fish and then asks why they're not biting. Yeah, he polluted the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's something there. Mm. Wow. So, anyway, that's all very interesting. Uh, it won't be good for either side, this fella reckons. It's just the, the fella. The attorney. Yeah. yeah. Um, then there's another attorney who says, David, he, they seem to be the only ones making money, his attorney. <laughs> David Boys, chairman of Boys Schiller Flexner LLP in New York City and the attorney representing Benini called the NFLPA's early termination of the agreement and its jump to fanatics improper and ineffective what an insult that's improper improper and ineffective you're out of order 
Um, <laughs> listen to this, right? So if Panini, they, this guy Boy has said, if Panini had been as unsuccessful as Fanatics, Fanatics pretends, Fanatics would not have had to use decades-long exclusive dealing arrangements to lock it out of the market or improperly cut off Panini's supply, interfere with Panini's production facilities and raid its employees. Holy smokes! Boy is here, has the smoke. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and then, as we may have guessed... Boys is one of the top litigators in the country, Vartian said. I wouldn't want to go against him. <laughs> <laughs> Saying like, he put it together really well. Yeah. Because Fanatic's like, we're not doing a monopoly. We did nothing wrong. Yeah. That's crazy you said that. You are struggling. To, to put it together like that. I know. Wow. Unbelievable. This is... This is not going to be good for anyone, they say. No. And it occurred to me that people have obviously been wondering... If, what's the knock-on effect going to be of this like what's going to happen to Panini the redemption the redemptions and in terms of soccer I remembered uh, a conversation that I was having with uh, the guys on David Adams the chase at the National and they were asking about like why is it seemingly difficult for um, on-card autos and relics and all that for soccer and I was saying that unlike the American sports there is no there's no soccer players association that has actual like bargaining power that has any like commercial authority and so it's really hard to get deals done with soccer players because you have to go individually to all the agents and sign this deal and sign that deal and there's no like you know um but on the other hand that might be what ends up saving panini when it comes to their soccer licenses Mm. it's really hard to get deals done with soccer players but it's also really hard to get deals undone. You can't just take. You can't just go to. There is no equivalent to the NFLPA. Change their minds, and everyone comes with you. You know, it's it's a much more complex situation. Complex situation. I still back fanatics to figure it out. You backed them. I backed them to figure it out. To figure out what? How do I mean? They, in fairness, their plan is probably just get rid of Panini. All the like, Panini probably can't survive solely on their soccer license. So you don't even need to do that. They'd have to downsize. I feel like there's some businesses that can't, can't downsize. You can either run it at scale or you can't run it. Kind of. Yeah. Like you couldn't, well you couldn't run one McDonald's. That's what I mean, yeah. Because you couldn't possibly make it that cheap. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe that's the answer. Wow. What you could do, in fairness, if you're Panini, what you could do is print soccer cards to the moon for the next three, four years. Yeah. Just to impact the supply of top soccer as well because the, the rookies cross over. Hmm. Do you know if you were getting mischievous yes that'll just water down your own brand though so who knows who knows what's happening but I do think soccer is somewhat safe not safe but rich yeah I think it's going to be harder to change it up change it up and I also don't think the companies are going to it's like let's not spend tens of millions of dollars uh, suing each other over soccer licenses they're not that uh, they're not that lucrative Oh. That's a sad reality for us. Not that lucrative yet. Not yet. Mm. But you know, we could certainly. If you want a 10x the hobby, you've got to be looking at soccer. You've got to look 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 at soccer. It's now, we're biased, but it's true. Yeah. You've got to look at some of the uh, some of the podcasts out there. Out there. Because the soccer ones are really, really good. Um, right. I think that's all we have for Hobby HQ. Did you have anything else? I just wanted to finish, finish this thing because it was really good. Um, this says did you, did you read the last no 
maybe it's a situation where Flags buys out Panini, he said, we're going to declare war on you, but we're going to make a deal. Then he goes, at, at the beginning of litigation, everyone is loud and bombastic. Mm. It will settle down. There is always the reality of let's do business. Let's talk and settle it. He's an experienced litigator, Armin Vartian. You start by going mad, then you yeah. ultimately f- are faced with reality. Yeah. And you go, right, let's just cut a deal. Because nobody wants to do, no one wants to actually go to court. No one wants to burn it down to the very end. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? There's we, suing, we, there's counter suing. There's all sorts of carry on. Legal fees. It's, it's the lawyers that win. Mm. Um, it's the lawyers that win that's right um, Hobby HQ Hobby HQ in the books in the books again I want to talk about um, in your football week I want to start off by talking about Jude Bellingham Ronaldo Ronaldo himself Ronaldo himself because I, I don't think people are appreciating yeah I mean like people say what Jude Bellingham is doing for Real Madrid is already baked into his card prices. But no, it isn't. It's not. No one was expecting him to be Real Madrid's top goal scorer. La Liga's top goal scorer. La Liga's top goal scorer. That this wasn't this can't possibly have been if this, like, if this was Mbappe. Yeah. If Mbappe moved Mbappe to Real could not have had a better start than this at Real Madrid. If it's I, it's incredible. No, it's Real Madrid were in Vigo the other night, Friday night. Celta Vigo playing against Celta and they were having a hard time um, Rodrigo missed a penalty um, they had they almost went down immediately to Celta after, but the goal was ruled out struggling 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 who steps up in the 81st minute Jude Bellingham bang goal goal um, and when you think about it that's what the third game in a row where he's scored he hasn't played a game yet that hasn't scored in it um, and I think in the first match they were already winning but the other two matches they were clutch they were clutch goals I mean this is incredible and there there is as a Randy Boyle on Twitter I saw these series of tweets says Bellingham mania in Spain is real and mm. the thing everyone keeps repeating is that he seems like a great lad <laughs> <laughs> so they're fascinated by Jude Bellingham in Spain um, he's got big spreads here's Marca the newspaper uh, Bellingham has been converted into a nine the reference for the attack of Real Madrid um, they're talking about in here they're talking about him again a solution and whatever a tapadera is <laughs> quote from this if he moves like a centre forward arrives in the right place like a centre forward and finishes like one then he must be a centre forward but he's not so the media in Spain are like this guy's unbelievable what is he who is he there, yeah if he walks like a duck he quacks like a duck he must be a duck except we know for a fact he's not a duck he's not a duck he's, he's a he's a box to box midfielder that's no duck at all yeah look at that there he is there's his stats Bellingham mania is the best way to say it Jason. talking about him winning the Pachichi which is the top goal scorer award in- and obviously some of these I think are the jump of the gun here you think a little bit yeah <laughs> Yeah, you think maybe Robert Lewandowski might have something to say about that? I don't think he's going to get to 20 plus goals in this season, but he's well on course. He's to already do so. on three. I know, I know, I know. You're saying you can't possibly keep up this rate? I'm saying I know he's not a duck. Yeah. But he might be. He might be. It's unbelievable. I think, to be honest, when you get to the Champions League games, if he's scoring a big goal in the Champions League game, that's when people pay attention. Yeah. In terms of hobby. 
and we've seen him have massive performances for Dortmund in the Champions League running Champions League games when he was 18 when he was a young lad yeah. but ultimately what this is doing which is something I don't think we've fully seen or appreciated in the hobby mm. properly mm. which is a superstar player with a superstar rookie yeah has moved to a big club with a big fan base that now have a reason to care about him and his rookie yeah do you know what I mean like now there's a lot of Real Madrid fans that are like are give me a high obviously they want a Jude in a Real Madrid kit as well but in terms of the hobby there's mm. Real Madrid fans that are now like give me a high end Jude Bellingham rookie card whereas like even with Haaland with all due respect he moved to Man City but there wasn't that many Man City fans that are like oh give me a Haaland rookie card do you know what I mean yeah this is different so it's 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 a, it's a new euphoria where it's like and it's the same thing happens whether it's social media followers or whether it's kit sales or whether it's brand deals it's like you've now moved to Real Madrid now we can market you to Spain and to Madrid mm. and to these players and these fans worldwide you know absolutely his stock basically just went up I mean just looking at some of his now in fairness he is, that is offset by the fact that he has a bajillion rookie card yeah but if you look on eBay here this is just from Saturday and Sunday well this is Friday evening but Saturday and Sunday otherwise you have these are all Jude rookies of all different prices yeah sales 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 his sales volume is incredible yeah I mean the hype is real that's it He's the hype is play. real and like his rookies weren't struggling by any means like if you look no. his 101s are some of the most expensive soccer rookies modern rookies to ever yeah so it was very healthy to begin with yeah and now it's even healthier he's continuing his just wonderful wonderful career yeah I mean there's what they're base cards Merlin base cards in a PSA 10 going for $40 makes sense like it's not, I don't think there's any other there aren't many other soccer rookies doing that Um, incredible stuff so I'm very excited for the Champions League and you're excited again that you named an entire rookie class after him I'm very excited about that yeah That, that, that has paid off long term yeah huge we're on the record we we probably have as many mentions of the Jude class as fishing analogies on this show wow which is just tell you how many we have it's a lot um, so that's Jude Bellingham tearing it up in Spain um, speaking of people tearing it up in Spain oh god oh god <laughs> what a uh, lovely, lovely segue thank you uh, last week on the Q&A show we got a couple of questions about Laminia Mal the young 16 year old uh, winger for FC Barcelona notice that you pronounced it a lot better this week <laughs> if you're good enough they'll remember they'll learn wasn't it that, that's like a saying yeah if they're good enough your name doesn't matter yeah yeah, yeah. something like that um, and the question was is this guy I don't know what the, exactly what the question was but it's basically is like, he worth the hype is he worth the hype is he deadly is he going to put a rookie class on his back yeah and carry it is he going to be like Jude Bellingham Mm. Um, and I said well I don't really it's too early to say what could he what more could he do than Pedri and Gavi and how good could he be and we've seen this before and let's withhold judgement but then he went and had a cracker performance away at Villarreal mm. making me look like a gobshite making you look a fool now time will tell time will tell but away to Villarreal having a, such a performance yeah he assisted a goal on 12 minutes for Gavi young now, superstar obviously Gavi you know good um, then he should have had a goal himself later on uh, and then his a shot of his that hit the bar bar came back and Robert Lewandowski scored it uh, to make it 4-3 in the end to Barcelona he had a brilliant game so Lamine Yamal looking like the real deal at this stage yeah looking an exciting quality player yeah we love that now I believe does he 
does he have a, a tops now like a like a debut thing I believe so there was this is something I meant to actually bring up on the show he might be have one of the triple debut tops now things uh, where are we no 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 he has a mega cracks okay from like this season yeah the Spanish are eating up with their mega cracks right now they're saying this guy ain't no joke I thought maybe he had a tops tops uh, now but I guess he doesn't oh but if he's only this season how would he have it because they were doing some hang on so 23 I don't see anything other than the mega cracks selling for 30 plus quid oh I can't find it basically there were some things going on during the summer which were like tops now pre-season stuff and it was like a rookie you know and I'm just like that. I don't know if that's let me see if I can find an example Jason has lost his head he's talking about something no one has ever seen that <laughs> <laughs> ah, doesn't matter doesn't matter I'll, I'll figure it out I'll come back to you great um, so basically if you get a chance have a look at Barcelona let me see who, what opponents Barca have coming up uh, they have away at Osasuna next week and then at home to Betis and yeah have a look at a few of the next games check this kid out check him out he's good because he might be the most expensive break spot come this time next year wow that's true you're we, not wrong we could be looking at you know the leader of this new this new generation this new generation it's tiring to have a new generation every year isn't it it's tiring to have the new generation popping up and cropping up as last year's generation boxes are just releasing yeah that's the thing that confuses you I mean this guy's only 16 because mentally I'm like was he in Topps Chrome and it's like of course he's not in Topps Chrome mm. Topps Chrome isn't out until next August yeah ah mm. not great well but anyway another young Barcelona king for us to chase another one Speaking of young men, yeah, out here, rookie cards galore. Who? This man. He doesn't have rookie cards galore. He has a few. Just has Obsidian. No. Yeah. Is his World Cup not? World Cup Prism isn't. Mm-mm. Oh. Mohamed Kudus. Oh yeah, he's part of the Jude class. Yeah. Jesus. Of Ajax Amsterdam has signed for the Premier League, but not for Brighton, as rumored. In fact, for David Moyes' West Ham. They're building quite a squad. They will pay an initial forty-one and a half million euros and three million in add-ons. Who has uh, for the midfielder who has signed a five-year deal with the option for a sixth? His there final game for Ajax, he scored a hat trick. Yeah, what a way to leave. Um, away at Ludogorets. Uh, this is very exciting. I mean, less exciting because it's West Ham, but then West Ham won a European trophy last year. They're yeah, beating Brighton. Club. They're they're big club, massive club. Mohamed Kudus. I mean, like he could have, like I don't want to jinx him, but like when they brought Dimitri Payet to West Ham, yeah, he was such a superstar. Like, why not? And change kind of the way they played. Why not? Why is he not able to play? Maybe do that as well. Yeah, I mean, Lucas Paqueta could potentially be looking at uh, some time on the sidelines uh, for his betting thing. Oh my! So God. Kudus would be a fantastic uh, backup. The only thing is, at West Ham right now, there is a new sporting director. And apparently him and David Moyes don't really see eye to eye. eye to eye. So I don't know if this is a Moyes signing. Like James Ward-Prowse is 100% a Moyes signing. Hmm. You know. But I don't know if, if Kudus, Kudus is. Um, 
I just see if there's any sales of his his obsidian his obsidian no it's expensive his obsidian because uh, it's only rookie hmm. hard to find hard to find find one is that one there up oh yeah they just haven't sold yeah there's an SGC 10 going for auction oh yours gone did you sell yours a while back mine are long gone nah long 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 gone that's how ahead of the game you are yeah I bought and sold them years ago years ago <laughs> Um, so that's exciting and then just to mention that uh, everyone's talking about Arda Guler in uh, Merlin but there's also Victor Boniface uh, in there for Union Saint-Gilois uh, in Belgium last year uh, who was a top performing striker for them and for Bodo Glimt in Norway before that and he signed for Xabi Alonso's Bayer Leverkusen over the summer and he scored two goals in a Bundesliga win over Borussia Mönchengladbach the weekend for Leverkusen. Okay. So watch out for Victor Boniface. Could potentially be a top, top striker. Top, top player. I think he's only 20... Click on him there. Two? So, 22, yeah. Um, but you can see his career... Oh, my word. There we go. Uh, 21 goals in 65 games for Bodo Glimt uh, 17 and 51 for Union Saint-Gilois and 3 and 3 for Bayer Leverkusen okay maybe hitting some form maybe hitting some Bundesliga vibes on his way to a bigger move getting supplied by Florian Wirtz it's all happening at Leverkusen it's all happening at Leverkusen Granit Xhaka at Leverkusen as well quietly going about his business yeah watch out so that's another one to I I feel good that the, the, the club season is back yeah, you're back on it. I feel back on it. I feel like, you know, I'm back doing... I'd be remiss to not point out that Frosinone, for the first time since 2019, mm. have picked up three points in the top flight of Italian football mm. by beating Gasparini's uh, Atalanta. Yeah. Really, really good. Celebrating it like we won a trophy. Absolutely. me a little bit. Huh? Concern me a little bit. Oh, celebrate? Don't celebration, please, this. We have 36 cup finals left, they say. Yeah, this was massive. Huge, huge Atalanta. Huge. I mean, I've seen Atalanta chew up and spit out every team in the league, including us, like five 0 back yeah. in the day. Um, this was an unbelievable win. Unbelievable. Um, the they next... played with all the confidence that they played with against Napoli, except this time it worked. Unbelievable. There again, I mean, it's hard to make it work against Victor Semen. Yeah, but uh, I think next week it's it's an away trip to Udinese. Oh, okay, massive. So like, you get a three points there, you're on a bit of a run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, again, I'm excited. Well, you win your home games, you get yeah. Pick up your points uh, against your close guys. Against your close guys, and it's, who it's, knows? Harawi scored again. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. <laughs> now, don't invest in him, boys. But he's unbelievable. We just signed uh, Paul Derola from uh, Marseille. Bulk up the defense. I've seen a lot of uh, people in uh, Marseille when when uh, when Fabrizio Romano gave it. Here we go. Yeah. A lot of people were like, thank you, Frosinone, thank you. And I was like, oh, no, not one of those signings. Yeah, well. But you never know, you know, in Italy, things can change. Yes. You know, we saw, people, we've seen many people revive their careers. In Italy. In Italy. Um, Matthias Sule, we're thinking about from Juventus. Cow George. We have quite an interesting little... Squad. Bit of, I was going to call them Rugrats. Yeah. It's It's... I think like ultimately it's all in the hands of the manager. Yeah, the style of play is what will keep us up. If if 
If and the style of play is brilliant. It's unbelievable. I've never seen it. I've never seen the likes of it. It's like it's. I thought I can't even describe what it's like. It's just you, you never saw a newly promoted team play like this. Well, well, we saw Palmas. I feel like kind of the, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But well, at the same time, no, you've never felt what we're feeling watching these boys. No, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Unbelievable. Um, and you could actually see the. Ah, oh, save it for the fuzzy show now. I'm not going to get into it here. The people don't want to hear this. Um, also, Chelsea finally got a win on Friday night against Luton Town. And Nicholas Jackson, who's a rookie in the 22-23 La Liga products uh, for Villarreal, scored his first goal for Chelsea and competitive goal for Chelsea. Um, and Raheem Sterling scored a brace. Don't forget, don't sleep on Poch's Chelsea. Listen, That's two wins in 15 games. They're doing it. So, <laughs> are, you, are you scared for Luton? You, you fear for Luton don't you you fear for Luton yeah like when we got promoted I was looking at Luton going I hope we're not going to be like Luton yeah but uh, you'd fear for Luton I think that's two losses they didn't really look haven't had a home game yet because they're getting the place remodelled yeah but imagine all that money into remodelling you might get relegated that would be devastating for a club like that mm. but you know we wish them the best but it's they've spent it's tough I saw since 1992 they've spent 30 million pounds on transfers and Chelsea, who beat them on Friday night, have spent three billion pounds since then. Jesus. So you cannot uh, emphasize enough just how unlikely it is that Luton are in the Premier League. Yeah. Could be a good story though if they can get some points on the board. Yeah. Try stay up, change the club's um, trajectory. Trajectory, yeah. There you go. I saw Sheffield United against Man City. Yeah. You fear for them. You really do. <laughs> <laughs> Haaland just looks great no he doesn't you're joking he doesn't look good at all I mean they had him in the pocket United. yeah but the header I'm just thinking about that header like, yeah he, the header was good but like but that's all I'm, that's all he needs Jason. I know I mean it was inevitable that he was going to get his chance but in terms of with no Kevin De Bruyne yeah tough you're like I was just watching it going like someone needs to find this fella who were they saying they were going to sign to replace him maybe well they were talking about Paqueta yeah there was someone else and then I don't know who else I can't remember but um, I'm sure like Haaland is obviously flying like he's, he's had a great start to the season um, but I was just thinking just watching it I was like you gotta supply that big fella in the middle here because yeah. there was a bit of the old and obviously Pep's not on the sideline if he had been on the sideline he would have been tweaking things but there was a bit of the old city where it's like a lot of pass going yeah, across going and anywhere. They'd, they'd figured that out last season how to play with a striker and then they've I don't know Anyway, Haaland almost certainly win the Golden Boot again. That's why uh, Harry Kane left the country. Yeah, rattled. That's his trophy. Yeah. If he's not going to win the Golden Boot, what's the point? What's he doing? Mm. Uh, good win for uh, Liverpool. Darwin Nunes. Darwin Nunez. Another Obsidian rookie holder. Can mm. I have a look and see? Was there a big Darwin Nunez Obsidian sale after that? You Brace. were all over that 2020 Obsidian, Jason. You I knew. know. You knew things people didn't. If only they'd listen to me. If only. They'd be, they'd be up and down. You have to do 2020, Jason. Here we go. It's a good rookie. August 19th and of 50 PSA 10 went for $500 he also had a summer signings but didn't have a rookie logo yeah that was the massive 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 uh, mistake huge mistake huge huge but look at that on on July 18th you could still get uh, Darwin Nunez Obsidian rookie for $87 
Darwin Nunez's rookie is under mentioned, I would say. Yeah. Because he could like explode. Potentially. Potentially. They might not. Probably won't. But he could. But also, Obsidian's always kind of very uh, set as well. A lot yeah. of people don't like it. A lot of people like it. Red Flood, somebody has up PSA 10 for $10,000. What is it? A Sam Kerr? They know what they have. A Sam Kerr. My God. Mm. The male Sam Kerr. Well, anyway, he wishes. Um, I think that's us. I think that's us, lads. We have a busy week ahead. We're, we're, we're doing all sorts. We're doing all sorts, people. Yeah. You, you don't even know the half of it. We didn't cover uh, the the women's this Rubiella's fella. Yeah, I just thought you can't. You have nothing like, to add. His mother locked herself at a church. She's on hunger strike. Bobby Sands. Well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Wow. Um, they the Spanish Federation has asked UEFA to expel them from UEFA club competitions. From everything, Spanish Federation have said to UEFA, we're currently being. Uh, illegally taken over by the government in Spain you need to expel us from UEFA which would mean no European club competitions uh, no Spanish national team performing internationally what does that do to next year's products I don't know what if Yamal doesn't get a rookie card because of Rubiales kissing Jenny Hermoso because Bain won the World Cup final the butterfly effect Alright, we're back on Thursday for more Soccer Cards United. In the meantime, have a great week, everyone. Mm